Hey gorgeous, this is episode number 286 and the wonderful chief pencil sharpener Gabe Arnold is back on the show today. Hi, this is Gabe Arnold and you're listening to the Heart Cells podcast with Christine Schlonsky. Enjoy. Well, I'm so super pumped to dive into the next conversation with Gabe. I just loved our first conversation about his story, the very first thing he ever sold, and also having that goodwill bank account. So if you have not listened to the episode yet, make sure you do this. It's episode number 285, How to Invest into your audience for massive results and this will give you amazing amazing advice so i am looking forward to talk to gabe the chief pencil sharpener of copywriter today a subscription-based article writing service and Gabe has been in business for quite a while he started out in his 20s with a construction business but that was hit by a downturn in the real estate market and basically left him with a bankruptcy of one million dollars but he has gotten up back on his feet shaked it off and now has created this wonderful company where he helps entrepreneurs with the right content with the right copywriting and today we're going to talk about creating authentic content consistently and Gabe is going to give a ton of value and advice and tips of how you can take your game to the next level so let's dive right Right in. Well, I am so super pumped you are back on the show, Gabe. Welcome. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I, I just loved our first conversation about all the amazing things you, you've done, how you created your first 20 or 40 bucks, like your first payment, how exciting that was. And also the, the idea of that bank account where you have, what, what was it called again? A goodwill bank account. A goodwill bank account, not a gratitude. I was gratitude. No, it wasn't gratitude. Goodwill bank account. <laughs> so that that you invest into relationships, yet that you really make sure that, you know, you treat your clients in a way like you would treat your big sister or in my case, my little brother. Well, I think sometimes I do treat my clients better. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on the situation. Like we're very close now, but when we were younger, we we had a lot of stuff to, to at this age, not the younger version. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, now, now we're good. We're good now. He's he's very he's wonderful, and I'm very grateful. But um, yeah. when I was way younger, that wasn't always uh, this way, but it, but it is now. So um, yeah, what what I really would love for you to share, if you could give some practical advice. So when people think about, oh, I should write an article, I should write a blog, maybe I should have a blog or what can I post on Instagram or like, how can I show up? What are the components that kind of make a really great article or post so that people have the opportunity to attract their perfect clients or soulmate clients? Yeah, absolutely. I can definitely address that and give everybody kind of a structure and the format there. And I think it's important to start with that there's different types of content and there's different strategies that you want to use as you put out content. And so if you think about, um, if you think about this, like if you think about you, you get, you're listening to this podcast and you're on your way home, you're working out or you're taking a walk and you get home um, and your partner you walk in the door and your partner goes, 
oh my gosh, I got to tell you this amazing thing. And I want, you know, and you can tell that they're super excited about something and you can tell that they are going to try to convince you of something, right? They're going to try to persuade you. They're going to try to sell you. Um, if every day you got home and that was how you were greeted, you would be worn out. You'd be like, all right, enough's enough. I don't want to go on this vacation or I don't want to do this new thing. Or like, I know you really wanted to watch this movie or whatever they were trying to persuade you of. And so I say that to start because sometimes people think, oh, every piece of content I put out has to be selling. And if you do that, you're going to burn out your audience and you're not going to be an authentic human showing up in the world, which is the first thing you need to do with your content is be authentically you. So there's, there's a two major categories. There's multiple content categories that you could look at, obviously, but there's the conversational relationship building content. And then there's your direct sales content. And so I like to look at the content that I'm going to put out over the course of the month and focus the majority of it on building a relationship and having a conversation so that people know, oh, like this is what Gabe stands for. This is what he's about, or this is what we offer our company, or here's some of the things that we've been working on. Just very soft, warm, friendly conversation type content. With those types of um you know, blog posts, written content, emails, you can really just talk about the facts and like what's going on. And like, here's what we completed. You can talk about services or these are best practices in, you know, your industry. It doesn't have to be as structured in my opinion um, and experience because that's how your audience just gets to know you. Like, oh, this is what Christine's about and this is what she believes and here's what she's been up to or working on. People are interested in what you have going on. And so that typically is about two thirds of the content that we write for folks. Um, and that I would encourage people to write is just staying in front of your audience, talking about what you offer, talking about, you know, different, you know, different aspects of your business um, and things in the industry and just valuable information. The other third that you kind of sprinkle through are those, more direct call to action, those more sales type posts. And with those, you definitely want to cover, like carry a pretty, pretty specific structure so that they get noticed and they work. And the first thing that's the most important is your headline, because if you just think about when you're scrolling through Facebook or you're reading through a forum or you're, uh, you're engaging with content, there's millions of, um, millions or billions at this point of pieces of content that people can choose from. Right. And so it's just this busy, busy stream of content around them. And if you want to stand out, you really have to stand out with a headline that they go, Oh, that applies to me or I, I want to read that. And so that's, that's such a critical piece. The next component is, is your lead or is like the opening paragraph below the headline. So um, if I wrote a headline, you know, and, I'm just making this up on the spot, but if I were a headline, like you'll never need to sell ever again with this program, then I would get salespeople's attention because they'd be like, Oh, that can't be true. Or maybe, maybe some people like, Oh, I don't like selling, which I don't know why people don't like selling, but that would be kind of a catchy headline. And then in order for you to continue to read through the whole piece of content with that, that first paragraph, that lead, I have to support the big claim and keep drawing you in. So structurally, I have to go, I have to justify that headline. And 
then you get into the body of the piece. So this is the third piece um, where you explain what you're offering, what, you know, how it works, some success stories, like just kind of spill everything out there. And then towards the end, um, end is where I typically like to put in a couple of testimonials or, you know, proof of what I'm, you know, claiming. And then the call to action is what I want them to do next. And um, that's, that's like the structure essentially. And I can, I can dive into that deeper if you'd like, but that's typically how I look at the sales content. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And it's, you know, it's, it's rather easy to set it up because people want to be authentic. They want to share pieces of their life. So what would you say to people who still think like in those categories, like this is my life, that's my, like my private life and this is my business and these are my business relationships and like to keep it all separate from each other. Um, I would say, I don't think that works in today's modern world. <laughs> like, yeah. Just being honest. Cause I, um, I don't, I don't buy from generally speaking, I don't buy from companies that are just like a boring stuffing company. This is what I do. And this is business um, up to and including like, there's a gas station down the road from me that donates uh, like, like five cents a gallon or, or something like that, um, to the local food bank. So I will, I will happily go there to get gas over the other place that doesn't have that sign up, but doesn't do anything for the world. Cause they're just a business to me. Whereas this company is like actually doing something for the local community. And like, I can tell what they're about, like what they believe. And while I do think you should have downtime and separation and you should not be constantly working on your business because if you constantly are quote unquote working on your business you're actually putting it in the ground um you do need to like i don't think there's any benefit of working over 40 or 50 hours at most i think that most entrepreneurs are highly successful at like 35 hours a week um so i think there needs to be separation of how much you work on it with that being said i buy from people that i appreciate personally and believe how they are on the personal front too. And so the more that you show up and say, you know, the reason that I do this business is because I love having, you know, the, the time I have with my family or we get to go travel and do these things. Or the reason that I do this business is because um, in my downtime, I get to volunteer and support this organization or I like, I'm a foodie. So I like traveling the world and trying new food. Like that is your biggest differentiator because I hate to break it to everybody listening, but you're not special in your service or product. There's millions of people that can do what you do. Um, there's nothing unique about like individual products or services anymore. We're a world of 8 billion people. So there's at least another million or so that can probably do what you do. And uh, so that's not a differentiator anymore. And so you, I believe you really do need to bring your full personality into it and say, here's what I'm about and here's what I believe and stand for. And those are all integrated in the most successful businesses, you know, and, and with the most successful entrepreneurs that I follow. Yeah. Like it gives the, the business or the brand like a personality. Yeah. Exactly. And then that's, that's how, that's how we connect. Right. I, I always say like you, you know, you and your business are special because all the experiences you have come together in yeah. you as a person. But then if you don't share that and you just share the business, then again, you, you appeal like commodity, like it's exchangeable, like, Oh, you do sales. Oh, well, there are thousands of sales coaches, right. yeah, but how are you different? Well, 
because, and then you, you show up as, as who you are. And when I gave myself that permission to, to be me, to be authentic, to grow into that person who, who shared, like you can't even imagine, but the first years when I was still in corporate and I did cold calling, I never ever said something about my private life. Yeah. I never had these conversations with my clients. They didn't know, well, is she married? Does she have kids? Does she have fur babies? Where does she look? Like nothing. (laughs) So that's why I also asked that question because I remember the big impact it made for me and how lighter it felt to talk to people, how much fun it was because they started to open up. They Mm -hmm. started to share, which was so much fun. And I didn't, you know, I didn't see that coming. (laughs) So I think when you really allow yourself to be who you are and to show up in a way you want to show up, especially it's your business. You create yeah. the thing to feel great and to support people. So own that, right? And yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's important when you show up to, to have like your article or your post in the right way. So what do you think is the most important component then for a brand or an, an online entrepreneur How often should they put content out there? How often should they kind of show up to the audience? And I know the answers, you know, might vary depends on what you do, who you are. But like, what's a good way to still stay on top of mind, but not to, you know, overdo it in form of, you know, 100 emails a day and five 50 posts on all the platforms, because I see some people are really stepping up their game. Um, and I'm, I'm following uh, one person. And I, I now I think I get like three to four emails a day. <laughs> so I heard a really good answer yesterday on Brian Kurtz's call. And I forget if it was him or Richard Rossi. There was, there was a bunch of brilliant people on the call. And one of them said, um, they said, you know, don't, don't worry about how often you email your list. They said, imagine if every day you sent your list, the winning lottery numbers for the next day, would they open every single email? They would open every single email, right? Yeah. So putting out content is not, there's not a frequency rule per se, which I'll qualify a little bit more in a second. It's more about, are you putting something out that's authentic and that's valuable to your audience? And so, um, and then alongside that, you need to be consistent because if you sporadically do things and then you don't, then people will forget about you or they won't know what to expect and you you start breaking down trust at a small level, but you don't wanna do that. Um, and I've struggled with that, even having you know, a content business and having you know, all the resources I have, even somebody like me struggles with it. So I create systems and accountability to help me do that. Um, but you need to be consistent. So you need to choose something that you can consistently do. You can hire a service to help you do it, and then you can put things out consistently, or you can do it yourself and just make sure that it's priority number one, because it's how you speak to your audience and it's how you invest in that Goodwill bank account. With that being said, I would tell people if you're going to send, put something out once a month, then I wouldn't even bother. It just doesn't work inside of the ecosystem of content that people interact with. So at minimum once a week is, is a good starting point because that's frequent enough that you will get noticed and engaged and people will see it. And even if they don't engage, they'll still see it. Um, then from there, you know, you step up and like right now, um, we're working on doing something, you know, twice a week. I typically are emailing my list at least twice a week. 
And then sometimes I'll throw something extra in, but I stick to the twice a week. And that way um, I can continue to have the conversation with my audience. And then when I do have something to offer, I can say, hey, you know, here's this new thing that's coming out. Um, and I can talk to them about that. So that's consistency is key. Um, at least once a week um, is, is kind of my rule of thumb. And then you need to make sure you have the time or the, or the resources in place to, 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 you know, consistently do it. So you're not starting, stopping, or, you know, being inconsistent because that's a waste of everybody's time. So. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Well, thank you so much for, for sharing that. So I can, I can just hear people now saying, well, okay, well, twice a week, that sounds a lot. And what are the best days to email? <laughs> The days that you do it consistently. <laughs> I have, I, I, don't, I don't know how many people I follow and subscribe to because I'll read them for a while and then I'll, I'll archive them and not read all of them all the time. But um, like, you know, one guy I follow emails on Sundays, uh, other people I, you know, email or I follow do, you know, seven days a week, first thing in the morning. Um, I email Tuesdays and Thursdays consistently right now, but I'll throw in extra stuff if something else comes up. I wouldn't worry about that. I would just choose a consistent time and then test and see what works. So early on, you can say, oh, like I'm going to email first thing in the morning and see if that works. I have a client who emails at eight o'clock at night, which I've never seen, but he he swears that it gets some great results. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, but so you just need to test and see when are you getting your opens and engagements? Are you getting replies? Are you really sending something that resonates with your audience? And also just test and see like, oh, when I talk about this topic, everybody opens or engages or replies. When I talk about this topic, it's cricket. So nobody cares. So don't talk about that anymore because it's not relevant to them, right? So just actually realize that you're having a conversation with the other people that are subscribed to you. They're not just a number or name on a list. They're a person. And so write for them, like write for actual people on your list and you'll get, you know, you'll get better results as well. Awesome. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing that. So what what does heart sells mean to you? Um, to me, like I think we talked about a little bit in the last episode, but it's really about like showing up for the prospect, for the client, whoever you're working with and serving them like they're a loved one that you care about, like a, like a sibling or a parent or, you know, your partner and thinking like what's going to be best for this prospect or person in the long run because if i serve them well today then they can be successful and that's what matters and some of that will come back some of it won't and that's that's fine too so not me thinking oh how much can i you know how much can i take christine for today okay what can i you know squeeze out of her what can i upsell her into how much can i max out today um but more saying what do you actually need and how can I help you get there? And what would I recommend to my best friend, you know, or, or like I said, my brother, or my sister, or somebody I super care about, or my, you know, when my son's older, how do I want my son to be treated by the salespeople that he interacts with? And so to me, that's having a heart of service and showing up to really serve and help people. And if you show up that way, you'll never run out of prospects. You'll never run out of money and you'll, you'll have an incredibly wealthy life. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. And, uh, you know, you, you did share such a great presentation on the Heart Centered Lead Generation Summit. 
and people do have the opportunity to to go to christineschlanziger.com, obviously find the podcast tab and, and tune into the episodes and, and get all the resources we talked about. And um, also there is the opportunity to get the experience so where they can actually experience the summit like it was live for them and they can dive into your great presentation. So I just wanted to point that out. If you're interested, hop on over to christineschlansky.com, look for the experience and uh, sign up for the summit. It's you know free to take. And Gabe shared such a brilliant presentation. I'm, I'm still in awe that that has been a while. The value you're getting out of us is going to be incredible. So, you know, you mentioned Brian Kurtz, who is, by the way, also on the Heart Center Lead Generation Summit. But, you know, you surround yourself with people who are on a journey, who are on a mission, who are maybe further along than you are, who can inspire you, who can kind of pull you or um, empower you or share ideas. So what was maybe a book or a resource that really changed your life and that you could recommend to people? I, I know long... there might be tons <laughs> just before you pull up your list with your hundred favorites. <laughs> just, you know, what comes to mind? <laughs> uh, what comes to mind, it, probably one of the best books I've read recently is Over Deliver by Brian Kurtz. Yeah, if you, I agree. You, yeah. <laughs> you want to understand how to last and play this game the right way for the long term, that is the number one book I would recommend. I have a list. I have a reading list on gabearnold.com if people like to see what I'm reading. I have a long list there. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think that's just an incredible resource. doesn't matter what business you're in, what if you're in sales or entrepreneurship, I think just the principles and the story there is probably one of the best books I've ever read. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Great, great choice. I, I agree. Uh, I actually, like last year when it came out, um, he, he sent me a copy when I was in Florida and we, get, we did like an unboxing on a Facebook Live. That was so much fun um, and really, really great. I, I highly recommend it. I will put that in the resource section for this episode as well in the show notes and then obviously all the links to you. And I just, I'm so in love with your free gift because it really, it delivers so much value and it's a free sample article. So tell us again, what, what is it? What are people getting if they're interested? And I highly recommend you do check that out. Um, this is like priceless and you get a really great um, idea of what Gabe and his team can do for you. But this is something you give away for free. So yeah. what, are, what are they getting? Yeah, so if you go to copywritertoday.net, you'll see the button there that says you can uh, get your free sample article. And what we'll do is write a 400-word article for you um, on any topic that you want, you know, around sales, entrepreneurship, or your business, or anything that you want to share with your audience. And that's just our way of just showing you how things work and providing some value up front. Because what we do for entrepreneurs and coaches and consultants and business owners around the world is we handle creating that conversational, ongoing content so that you can consistently talk to your audience. And so we'd love to give you a sample article. You can just go to copywritertoday.net and you can request one right there. Awesome. Well, thank you so, so much. This was fun. Time with you just flies. Um, thank you so much for, for sharing um, the structure so everybody can, you know, maybe up their game by applying what you taught. And I also love that you said like two-thirds of, you know, not just nurturing, basically, and then one, one third 
sales because you always have to tell people that you are in business. So many people forget that. They give and yeah. give and give and they wonder, why is nobody asking me? Well, you have to, <laughs> you have to let people know they can ask you. That's what you do. So yes. I, highly, I highly encourage you to come up with some great calls to action. Like last, last question, maybe what, what a great call to action be that doesn't feel salesy? Like what's a really short, great couple sentences people could say? Um, I think the best way to not feel slimy is to just be yourself. And so if you sat down and were having coffee with one of your prospects and you explained, you know, how it works and you kind of share your story and talk things through, what would be the next natural thing you would say? For me, it would be, Hey, Christine, let's, let's schedule a call and talk about what you need. And like, you know, just, I, I often offer a discovery call or a free sample or just give somebody a very easy next step that I would naturally do um, if I was sitting, you know, face to face with somebody. And so I just try to apply the same tip, you know, same straightforward sales approaches of just make the offer, you know, can I help, you know, can we discuss that? I can give you some advice and talk about what, what I would do. And then I can also explain how our services work. And so make it conversational and also just make it specific. Like, if you want to, you know, learn more about this, here's a link to book a call with me, or here's the link to, you know, get the free sample article, like we say, you know, on copywritertoday.net, um, or shoot me a message, direct message me, and we can chat about what you need. Just tell them exactly what you want them to do next. Um, and obviously in your call to action, don't make it like feel overwhelming because everybody else has a ton of going on in life anyway. You don't want to make this solution seem overwhelming at the outset you know you're the expert and you can guide them through that so you know let's have a discovery call or shoot me a message or grab a sample here or i just like to ask people to take more of a micro step you know in those calls to action so that we're not overwhelming them yeah i love that that that's such great advice don't overwhelm people like make it easy for them to say yes to start interacting and then obviously if you guys are fit then you can move forward definitely Awesome. Well, thank you so, so much. I really enjoyed this episode and uh, obviously the last one. And uh, I can't wait to talk to you next. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. It was a blast. Thank you. Well, so many gold nuggets. I don't even know where to start. I'm so grateful that Gabe shared all these little tips and tricks. And yeah, I do want to stretch about showing up authentically, showing up consistently, right? You get the Heart Sales podcast three times a week. Is that a ton of work? Yes. Do I believe that I deliver a ton of value to my soulmate client? Yes. Have people's lives changed because they are implementing what they're hearing, what they're learning? Yes. So it's totally worth it. It's my goodwill bank account that grows and grows and grows. And you can do the same for yours too. Gabe described it in such a beautiful way in this episode and in the last one, how you can create these relationships, how you can serve, how you can come from the place of love to really make a difference in your soulmate clients' lives. And I'm just inviting you to hop on over to christineschlonsky.com, find the podcast tab, check out this amazing episode with Gabe. Also make sure you are connecting with him. All the links to Gabe are just one click away. Check out his free gift and also 
He taught at the Heart-Centered Lead Generation Summit. You can get that for free when you click the experience and sign up for the Heart-Centered Lead Generation Summit. And with Gabe, you have 39 more amazing guest teachers who are sharing their knowledge for all the different aspects in lead generation. Thank you so much for having been here. Have a wonderful day wherever you are in this beautiful world. And I'm saying bye for now. Bye.